Welcome to the Modern Day Slave Podcast. See, the new slavery in these days is mind control. If you control the mind, you can control the people. This podcast is dedicated to the re-education and awareness of our modern influences through the examination of current and historical circumstances that have led to conditions that we now live. Welcome to your freedom. Welcome back for another episode of the Modern Day Slave Podcast. I'm your host, Nikia Anderson. And today we've got a treat for you. I don't normally share a whole lot about my weekend, but this has been an amazing weekend. And I wanted to share with you all about what transpired. See, this weekend, I broke a friend's laptop that he had just got, MacBook Pro, i7 chip in it. I broke the screen. On a laptop, I saw a woman walking barefoot and topless on the interstate, and I gave her my jacket and my shoes. And I also experienced a ton of technical issues in a service that I have been been able to be a part of on Sundays here in the Valley. So all of these things happened in this weekend, and yet it was still a weekend of increase. So I want to tell you a little bit about the journey in this episode as we get ready to dive in. Off this episode by telling you a little bit about my weekend. I want to help you understand in all full transparency what takes place on the daily walk, on the daily journey, my Saturday. So a few people know that my weekends are typically spent helping out a good brother and dear friend of mine in helping to build his ministry. And so by doing that, what I do is I volunteer my time to go and help out with video and audio every once in a while and with the uh, you know the camera setup and the technology pieces so you know running platforms such as zoom such as using obs to push through certain messages and using we present things like that those some of the things that i have had the opportunity to be able to do on the weekends and so you know if you see a visual inside of his church or if you're looking online or you're watching the zoom platform typically i'm that person that's actually behind the scenes trying to make sure it's a smooth event now to this point we haven't perfected you know what that looks like and a lot of that has to do with you know the limitations of our technology that we had well lo and behold my good friend he decides to go buy a brand new laptop an awesome laptop great processing power that's going to allow us to do what we exactly need to do tell me why in our very first Sunday using it or getting ready to prepare to use it that Saturday night, I'm getting ready to get up to go help check the video to make sure we've got it set up the way it needs to be set up, right? And my lanyard that I have in my pocket snags the hard drive that's on the side of the laptop. It falls off and I catch it when it's falling. But lo and behold, I put it back up there. Look at the screen. There's a crack on it. That's right. There is a crack on the screen. I've cracked my good friend, my brother, his brand new laptop. So just imagine one, the place that 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 placed me in, knowing that I had broken a friend's brand new laptop. You understand what I'm saying? So 
that was, you know, kind of the start. And then, you know, that night, which is the night prior to Sunday, was going into to the worship. We spend an hour and something of time. Uh, oh, no, no, I take that back. We spent a lot longer than an hour or something time. We spent from, I think it was from 7 till about almost 2 o'clock, 2 a.m. in the morning. Just working to get the setup and get everything tested to make sure that everything's going to run well because my good friend's going to have a guest speaker the next day to come in and speak for him or speak on his behalf. Uh, this is an amazing man. His name is Dr. Ed Delf. So if you haven't looked up, he's an author. He publishes many things. Uh, he's, a, he's a pastor. He started quite a few churches or established quite a few churches here in the Phoenix area. Uh, he's an awesome man. He has a lot of different knowledge. He's traveled the world and he's going to come in and he's going to speak for us, right? So we want to make sure everything looks good, the internet connection is good, and that's you know it's been one of our challenges before. When we get to the hotel, they've changed the configuration on the Wi-Fi, right? And now that the configuration has changed, we can no longer connect to the to the network SSID or the, the network name that shows the best signal. We can only connect to the old network that everyone else is on and it's poor, pretty poor signal, right? So I ended up using my hotspot. Now the service in that room for the company that I have for service is pretty bad. It's actually very bad because it goes in and out. As a matter of fact, I was online with the technician uh, several times and it dropped my call probably, what, about five times, I believe it was? Uh, at least five times it dropped, it dropped my call. And so I'm just so lucky I got a guy that um, would call me back and he called me back almost every time except for that last time. So he called me back. Um, he gave me a case number though. He did create a case number for me. That's awesome. So I'm glad that he created that case because that case allowed me to pass that along to my brother for the next day. So lo and behold, you know, not only were we facing that challenge, we finally feel like we got to, you know, at least a decent point. They got a case open. They're going to work on the internet overnight and hopefully it'll be fixed in the morning, right? So keep in mind, I'm still, I'm still in my own head. I'm, the inter me is, is still grasping onto this concept of, man, you just broke your best friends. Again, he paid a lot of money for this laptop. This is a, this is a, this is a brand new Mac which has an i7 chip in it. It's the latest before the new M1 chip. Now the new M1 chip was not in stock at the time though, or he was going to purchase a MacBook Pro. So this is a MacBook Pro that has the, the highest level of chip that you can get, right? And he purchases it. It has really good uh, graphics, fast, very fast laptop. We get everything downloaded that we need to get downloaded over, transferred over, you know, using my hotspot just so happens to stay connected you know long enough for me to be able to do the downloading now the only thing that we didn't get a chance to download before we left that night was outlook right and so just so happens the guest speaker decides he's going to use a powerpoint to do his presentation and that's awesome because we can use it inside of represent which we already had downloaded but we present does not do the effects of the powerpoint so we had the challenge of making sure that we got the uh powerpoint downloaded to the computer now for anyone that's downloaded microsoft products you know that it takes a little bit of time for it to download because i think it was a um, hundred and something gigs so by the time we left that night last night it was 20 minutes away from being done so we're like okay we can turn off the power the computer will still have enough power to make sure it's downloaded and everything's good she's puking all over our bed and everything like we had to take the sheets off watch the sheets all these good things right Plus, I need to work on this video from this amazing, amazing trip that we just had over the weekend with this brother, right? So, you know, all of these different things are transpiring. And then I get ready, you know, to go to bed finally. It's about four o'clock in the morning and then all night long, my daughter keeps waking up, you know, she's coughing and about to get to that point where she pukes again when she's coughing. That's what happened is she got to the point where she was coughing 
and she got to the point where she was puking as a result of just a coughing. Now, some of you may have done that before as well, and I've experienced that uh, before, where you're gonna get to the point where you're coughing so bad that you know. So, lo and behold, the next morning I get up. I'm working on. I, well, I started the video that night, right? Working on editing this video of this amazing trip because I really wanted to. We wanted our goal was to have a piece of the video ready to present to the people of what we just went through experience that weekend, also for Dr. Uh, Delph to see it as well. But I didn't get a chance to finish it because again, it was so late. But I worked about, you know, three, four o'clock in the morning. That's when I went to bed, it was about four o'clock. Wake up at eight, get back on the video for a little bit of time. Uh, the daughter and the family, they're still asleep. So, you know, I don't wake them up. I don't want to disturb them and let them get some rest. They really needed. I know they had a long weekend as well. So, especially after traveling, you know, I think it was four, actually about, almost five hours where we were traveling to from phoenix to palm springs so we were traveling from central phoenix um to palm springs and then back right so i know they're tired i want to make sure that you know they get some rest so i ended up getting there uh getting to the church and i get there and plug up the laptop and for whatever reason the display is now switched they're not working the way that it was right so i ended up working on it getting it fixed before we started service Okay, internet challenges again. So the program we use, we present, not working. That next, you know, the, the, again, this that's this morning. It's happening this morning, literally, right? Um, I ended up getting that fixed. We then plug up this little gib that will monitor the speaker and kind of walk with him, which is a great ad. It's a gimbal that allows for the camera to, to, to pan. It's a really good, great ad, but I'll forget the phone that I use to do the recording with, which is a phone that I have, it's an old spare phone has pretty good battery life on it, right? I used it to record um, almost the entire time that we were, we were on our trip. And I leave it at home. So, you know, the good news is that my good friend, he has uh, two phones, he has a phone and an iPad, as well as a big camera that we use to do the production, right, with everything. So he grabs his other phone. I said, man, instead of it being stationary over there, let's just use it on, on, the, on the gig. I'll download everything I need to download to it and, you know, and, and install it and make sure it runs the way it needs to run and it'll monitor him while he's speaking. So I do that and it's taking forever to download. I think it's an iPhone 7 that he has. So, you know, it was taking a long time to download, but lo and behold, guess what? Right before time to start service, it finishes downloading. So I'm able to get it set up, get the app uh, ready, record the way it needs to be recorded, right? Awesome, perfect time. Well, right before service is getting ready to start, I, I take a look and I open up the laptop and, you know, Outlook is finished downloading. So I'm like, great, let me install it. So it's gonna, it, when it first started, it says it's going to take, an, uh, take, I think it was 40 minutes that it says it's going to take. Now, I started this earlier in the day. This was probably about 9.15, 9.20, and service starts at 10. So I'm like, okay, man, that's gonna be pushing it kind of close. But then I go back to the computer and it's finished installing. This is after me going to set up the other gimbal and you know getting some stuff, some last minute details done. So it seems like you know everything's coming together. It's coming together great. It's you know like it's really really coming together, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, we are live and the internet goes out. Like literally we're live, internet goes out. So I try to connect with my phone just to see, you know, hey, what's going on with my phone? My phone has no service. I can't connect to the Wi-Fi because it won't find the, the network. The uh, network that, you know, is body in the room. Keep in mind, the other networks are still not working because I've already tested those out earlier that day, even though they had a case working on it, right? Now, this is at a uh, hotel's conference room. This is where the where the service is taking place every every week. This is where we have right now. This is the building that we're using 
to help us. And good just so happens it's located in a perfect spot. And so this problem comes up, okay? So soon after that happens, somehow the displays switch to where what's being displayed to the audience is now my main display and my display on the laptop is out. Can't see anything unless I mirror my screen. So I have to continue to hit the touchpad, select the ability to mirror instead of extend screens, which was working just fine the night before. Keep in mind, this is working just fine the night before we tested it out. We were at a good place when we left with the exception of the internet connection. We tested everything else out. We were good to go. We tested out recording. We tested out audio. We tested out video. We were good to go, right? So all of this stuff is happening in the middle of the speaker about to get ready to come up. And I see him looking at the screen as it's flipping over there. And he's showing all of the details of the background programs that I got running and all these different things. And I'm like, really? Really? I will not be defeated, enemy. So lo and behold, it ends up coming up to where the PowerPoint will display in projection mode or presenter mode. And so I ended up being able to go through the slide. Well, in the middle of the slideshow, sitting there, I'm going through normal. It just stops, it pauses, doesn't do anything. So luckily wisdom tells me, okay, let me generate a change here really quick. So let me click on something outside of it and then go back. So that's what I do. Ended up getting it back, it starts working again, you know. All of this in the middle of this guy's presentation. Now keep in mind, I'm the one that's running the PowerPoint deck for him because we were not using a clicker. Now I had a clicker, but his preference was, you know, just, hey, let me, I'll let you know when to go to next. And that's my goal. My goal was to help, I said, hey man, let me help you out in any way that you want to be helped. So if you want me to move the slide for you, I'll move it for you, or you can use the clicker. It's up to you. Whatever works best for you. It's like, hey, I'd rather you do it. It's like, perfect, man. Thank you. So I'll do that for you. So here I am in the middle of this presentation. I feel like I'm letting him down. But the reality is, it wasn't me. But I'm in this place. That's where, that's where my mind is at. Keep in mind, this is all about the mindset in which you have in every challenge or situation. There's always an opportunity in every single situation. And so I ended up getting it back, right? I ended up learning how to fix that on the fly, get it back, we're working, we go through the entire slide, and then just God starts to pour out. He starts to pour into the people. Now it just so happens, my good friend just celebrated 50 years on yesterday. 50 years on this planet, 50 years of life. That's an awesome and amazing accomplishment, right? So I wanna make sure this day is perfect for him. But lo and behold, almost every challenge that we can think of that comes up came up today. Well, that's not the end of it. So we, we go after service, you know, I'm still kind of bummed because I'm like, man, this thing messed up. But of course, I always keep an optimistic outlook on everything because, you know, when I went to talk with him, that was the perspective that I took, you know, optimism. His message was still on point no matter what. He was still able to give what he was giving as a message. And so we were able to receive that as a, as a group. We were all able to receive that. And I loved how he communicated to us as individuals. It seemed like he was just standing there having a conversation with us, dialogue. And he was in tune with, with the pastor and his wife. He mentioned several people in the audience. He went over to different sections of the, of the room. He worked the room the way that you, you would want a person to really just gravitate towards you and have a conversation. You feel open that way, right? And, you know, again, this is, you know, I want to be able to, help him out in any way I can and show this good presence of his presentation that he's doing and all these things these challenges come up but I still keep optimistic so you know I go and purchase one of his books because this man has some wisdom and that's the thing that you know people in these days and times they don't always seek wisdom um, but the reality is, is that wisdom comes through understanding 
And that's what you should seek in all things. In every situation, you should always seek an understanding. Because if you can understand a situation, even if it's occurring or happening to you, then you can respond accordingly, even discerning the things that you can and cannot control within the situation. There's always an opportunity in every situation. I want you to understand that. There's always an opportunity to do what is of righteousness. Even when the enemy thinks that he has you, still do righteous. Remember Job, remember the servant Job, that even when the enemy brought all the calamities upon Job, his family, took his family from his wealth, even his health from him, Job would not abandon God. He would not walk away from God. And that's the place you have to be in with your journey. Oh, and, it, and look, let, let me just tell you, they continue. So we, we finish there, we go eat. We have an amazing time at dinner. I'm able to just, you know, have some good conversation and dialogue with this man and just, you know, kind of pick his brain on some of the wisdom. And we, we were able to sharpen some iron sitting there at the table with the family and the congregation that we had together. And it was, the, you know, the pastor that ended up inviting me, you know, my good friend, my dear brother invited me to come with them, you know? We have this great meal, you know, of course, um, doc, Dr. Delph, he has to go to be with his grandkids, which is great, that's amazing, that's the people. If you're not spending time with your family in these days and times, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Pour into them. And when I, when I say pour, understand that your family was given to you as a seed. So when you start to pour into them, you start to water and nourish that seed. And if you do that, if you pour into the people who you say you love and say you care about, if you pour into them, you will definitely reap the harvest that was mentioned from your creator of 60 or 100 fold. So I absolutely respect that. You know, even though, you know, my time was away from my family, they were allowed to grow with each other. And so that's okay. You know, if they're growing, that is absolutely what I want them to do, even if I'm not there as a part of that process at the time. And so when I got home, you know, I was, I was looking forward. I was really looking forward to it. My wife was like, hey, you better give me some food. I was like, oh, I got you covered, baby. Look, there's no way I'm going to forget you. And then she texted me, hey, don't get my food. I'm like, look, I'm not going to forget your food. I got you covered. <laughs> I know if I come back home and do not bring you food after going out to eat, yep, I know that you are going to be mad at me because I wasn't thinking about you. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I got you. So, we're on our way home, right? Now, we have to, I have to go get dropped off where my car is, which is at the place where we have the service on Sundays. And we are getting out of the vehicles and, you know, saying our goodbyes and just having a good, you know, conversation about the day and just reflecting, right? Really med meditating on how awesome God has allowed for the day to transpire. You know, in spite of all things, God has still been able to guide an amazing day, an amazing opportunity for us to take advantage of another day. And so we're talking about that and then we get ready, you know, we're parting ways and we're leaving. So they leave before me and I'm up after them. Now, it just so happens we go for just a little small period of the journey on the same road. So I'm, I'm behind them as they're getting ready to go. They go in the light. They, they hit the light before I do. So I got stopped at the light. Well, I get a call from him. I was like, hey, man, what's up? Now, mind you, I'm on the phone right at that time with one of my other good dear friends who's on his way back home. So he just stopped uh, seeing some family in Fort Smith, Arkansas, and he's on his way back home. And he's, he, you know, he's talking with his wife. And so I was like, man, hey, hold on just a minute. This is, this is my brother calling me. I need to take this call. So I was like, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, hey, brother. Hey, just the FYI, when you're headed back home, man, you're going to run up. There's a, there's a girl that's walking on the road with no shirt on and she's barefoot. 
And he was like, man, we need to do something. We need to get her, you know, off the road. So just as I'm still on the phone with him, you know, he's like, hey, man, just call 911. Make sure, you know, before you enter, engage with her and find out what's going on. But, you know, we, I'm, I'm getting ready to circle back around and come back there right now. But you're going to get there before I do. So I was like, oh, okay, wow, that's crazy. Like, I've never seen anything like that before, right? And so I ended up calling 911 because I see the girl walking. As soon as I'm getting ready to get onto the ramp um, to then take my exit and take me home, um, I see the girl walking. And so, you know, I put my emergency lights on, I get over really quick, and I'm calling 911. Now, the girl is walking towards my car. I've passed her. So she's walking towards my car, and she's walking, and she's uttering something. I said, hey, just stop where you are. I'm, really quick, I'm going to get you some help. I said, just stop where you are. I'm going to get you some help. And she keeps walking, and she's, you know, she's muttering something. She's speaking Spanish underneath her breath. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, she's out here. She doesn't have a clue what's going on. She's out here with no shirt on, no shoes on. She's got her pants on and it looks like she's been sitting on the ground or been thrown on the ground or something like that, right? So I, I first, my first instinct was take off my jacket. So I was taking off my jacket as I'm getting ready to pull over. I take off my jacket uh, and then I, you know, I'm on the phone with 911. I'm like, my brother said, hey man, wait till you call 911. I'm like, shoot, I ain't got no time. So luckily the operator, just so happens the operator answered very quick, right? And I'm talking to the girl while they're on the phone. I'm like, look, just take this jacket. Here, put the jacket around you. Cover yourself up. We don't want you to be out here like this. You're not, what are you doing out here? I'm not having a conversation. I'm asking her questions at the time. You know, of, of, hey, what's going on? What, what, why are you out here? What are you doing? You know, uh, what, how did this happen to you? What, what, what led you to being here? And she, she, first she's speaking Spanish. And so I'm like, okay, well, so I ask her for her name in Spanish. And then she starts to speak to me in English. And she says, you know, Oh, it's not going to be all right. My family is going to be disappointed. They're in L.A. and this is I got to get back to L.A. I got to get back to my family, you know, and they did something to me, this, this, and that. I was like, what, what happened? What was it? And then, you know, I'm like, it's going to be okay. Here, just take this jacket. Take my shoes. I, t I literally unlace my shoes, take them off to give them to her um, and my jacket. I take the jacket off my back, I put it all around her. And so we're walking back. I'm like, hey, no, 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 just, just stop. And I see the lights for the police. They're coming. They're, they park behind my car. I guess they think that I'm stopped on the side of the road because I'm right there on an on-ramp to I-10, which is one of the major freeways um, in the United States. It runs, I think, from coast to coast. It definitely runs through the city of Phoenix entire. If you know anything about Phoenix, you know, try to avoid the traffic on I-10 if you can, if possible. They're doing some construction on it right now. Now, I-10 takes you all the way out to L.A. Um, and it takes you to Palm Springs, which is, you know, on the way to L.A which is where we went to this weekend. So she was walking, she was on our way back, literally she was heading, she was on the side of the, um, what do you call that area of the side of the road that, the shoulder, she was on the side, the shoulder of the road, but literally she was right by the line, which means that some, anybody turning, if they're not paying attention, they can hit her. So I'm like, no, just get, just let's get off the road really quick, come on, let's, let's get off the road. And, I, and we're walking and I turn around, I said, hey, you know, what's going on? I see the police lights, they're behind my car. So then I wave and I say, hey, here we are, we're here. I'm waving my hand, I'm literally waving my arm. And I say, you know, we're down, we're down here. come down here, don't park behind my car, she's not there, we're down here. And so they come down there, um, and then that's when she starts speaking Spanish to me again. And she's speaking to me as though she's speaking beyond me or speaking through me or speaking as someone else there. And she starts crying. She starts bawling. She's bawling. And I'm like, wow, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, like tell me, what's, what is it? She just spoke English, perfect English. Tell me what's going on. What happened? How did you get into the situation? And so, you know, the police, they get there, they arrive, and they're like, you know, 
hey man, did, did she say anything? I was like, well, she was just giving me gibberish. At first she gave me a lot in Spanish and then she gave me things that really didn't make sense. She was like, she was speaking, you know, to someone else while she was there in my presence. And I was just telling her, she was like, it's not gonna be all right. I was like, yes, it is. It's going to be okay. It's gonna be all right. He's gonna be disappointed. And I'm like, well, who's gonna be disappointed? I'm like, what, what are you talking about? No, he's not. And you know, it just, it dawned on me, you know, who knows what was going on in her life, what happened? She could have been a victim of trafficking. She could have, you know, been on drugs. Someone could have drugged her. Someone, who knows what happens? That is the importance of mental health in these days and times, people. Yeah, look, in spite of all of those things happening, transpiring in my day, this was the one of the most blessed days. I attended an increase summit this weekend that transformed the way I think. And if you can transform the way you think, it starts to help you to walk in increase walk in positivity you must choose though the first step you got to choose the first step recognize when you're not walking in positivity and this lady here she was she would wear whatever she was fleeing from she was getting away from whatever it was she was walking literally topless and I don't know what's going on in her life. I have no idea, but what I can tell you is this, is that God has a purpose for her just like she has a purpose for you. No matter how it looks, no matter what transpired, even as she stood there in her nakedness walking down a very busy road and no one helped her out, God said, hey, help her out. Through my brother, through my good friend, whom I felt like I disappointed so much. And so what could I do? That is the true essence of really investing in people and understanding that their mentality, their mindset, it matters. You must choose to see things in a positive light. It's a choice, but no one can make that choice for you. If you wanna be happy, if you want to have an experience joy if you want to be in the fullness of your purpose then seek to do what is of righteousness there are no laws against righteous deeds and that was the right thing to do when you see someone in help in need help them out if you're in a position to do so i understand is that's not always easy i understand that you may not always have the resources Help them out though. Go, 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 go. This episode has been brought to you by way of the Giving It Away to Walk in the Presence of God fundraiser. Link is posted in the bio. The slave master loses the moment we start to recognize that we're on the plantation. When he continues to put his yoke of bondage out in plain sight for you and you ignore it by not feeding into the trap that he's laid before you, you then win your freedom. Welcome to your freedom. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Modern Day Slave Podcast, where we expose the stumbling block that was placed by the slave master in order to keep the modern day slave under their yoke of bondage. You have just been freed. Welcome to your freedom.